Previously, on Skinnered Reconsidered. Hello, Freebirds, and welcome to Skinnered Reconsidered, the only podcast where we are going to review every Leonard Skinner song in chronological order and rate each song on a scale of one to five Skinners. Turn it up. The first album is pronounced Leonard Skinner. I love my dad. My dad loves Skinner. I ain't the one is awesome. Clarence is a terrible producer. I hate Kid Rock. Turn it up. Back of my dad's motorcycle. Three guitars. Ronnie Van Zant. Overdue. Excuse. Excuse me. Clarence did a terrible job. Turn it up. Five out of five Skinners for Freebird. Welcome back to the second season where we will review the second album by Leonard Skinner called Second Helping. Sweet Home Alabama, blah blah blah, on and on and on and on. Damn it, Clarence. Working for MCA, listen to those guitars. All three of them. Turn it up. John Van Zant, not racist. Clarence's behavior is very erratic. That kid rocks sucks. You! Swamp, swamp, swamp. I regret to inform you that Clarence has died. We will be searching for a new producer, Well, that concludes another great album. Join us next season for an album I do not know very well called Nothing Fancy. Turn it up, 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 From the Florida border up to Nashville, Tennessee, this is Skinnerd Reconsidered, the only podcast where I review every Leonard Skinnerd song. I am your host, The Simple Man, and we are back for the third album, Nothing Fancy. So this is an album that I was not very familiar with, but I have taken some time to get acquainted. And here's a little spoiler, Freebirds. It's a good album. I don't know yet if it's on the same level as the first two for me, but there's a ton of great stuff on here. And thank God, because I have to do a podcast about the whole album. So that's really good news for all of us, I think. I apologize if my voice sounds a little bit off. I've been sick for about five weeks now, so you should all feel very sorry for me. I'm actually back here in California. Last month when I came out here, I wasn't able to do any recording at all, which was awful. I was so sick. But, um, you know, the show must go on. We've taken a little break for a few different reasons, so you're just going to have to deal with my voice today. I don't think you're supposed to be sick for five weeks. Probably dying. It's like Clarence. I'll end up with Clarence. Except for that all the fun drug part towards the end. Maybe I should start doing drugs. If, I, if I'm if i dying, I'm going to do some drugs. You heard it here first. Go out with a bang. Just like Skinnerd. Alright, enough about me. Let's talk about my podcast. And before we get into the album, I do have some show updates. Like I said, we took some time off, as you know, in between the albums. So thanks for your patience, Freebirds. And during that time off... The coolest thing in the history of Skinner Reconsidered happened. Let me weave a little tale for you. All the way over in Australia, there's a team of young men playing Aussie Rules football. Or Aussie Rules footy, I think they call it. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. 
I don't really understand what this is. I'm just a simple man from the South. I don't know anything about Australia outside of my visits to the Outback Steakhouse, which I do feel is probably a very authentic Australian experience. I wonder if they have Outbacks in Australia. Shags, let me know. But we have a dear friend of the podcast whose name is Shags1972, on Twitter at least. That's probably not his real name, but I don't know. Maybe that's a very common name in Australia. They probably have Shags1972s just running all over the place in Australia, chasing kangaroos. Nope. No. I'm sorry. I promised myself that while speaking of Australia, I would not mention kangaroos, shrimp on the barbie, or crocodile dundee. So strike that. Anyway, I'm doing a very poor job of telling the story, but Shags is a great dude and a great friend of Skinner Reconsidered, and he's been kind enough to share with me some updates, pictures, some video clips of his Aussie Rules football team that he coaches. And these are little boys. I don't remember exactly how old. I'm thinking maybe maybe 8 to 10. I'm sorry. Somewhere in that range. But they just look like total badasses, and this sport looks fascinating. I, I truly love it. They're called the Cougars, and they recently completed an undefeated season, so they're winners. And so then, in the greatest honor in the history of Skinner Reconsidered, they mentioned this very podcast in their yearbook. Shag sent me a photo of it from the yearbook. I mean, how great is that? All the way in Australia, Skinner Reconsidered is, is in a yearbook. Anyway, this is my new favorite team, so I just want to say hi to Shags and the Cougars and let them know that they have my undying support. Speaking of dying, you may have noticed we don't have a sponsor for today's show, and that is because it was Clarence's job to bring in the sponsors, and as you know, Clarence is totally dead. But the good news is we received a ton of great resumes to replace Clarence as producer of this show. The response was just overwhelming. That's one of the reasons I had to take time off, just to sort through all of the emails, all the resumes I received. And after hours and hours and hours, I've narrowed it down to three candidates who I'll be bringing in for some face-to-face interviews. They all look amazing, and I just couldn't be more excited. I won't share the names of the candidates, but I can tell you they all have great experience producing band-specific podcasts. One of the candidates was a producer for a Talking Heads podcast. It's called Talkin' Talkin' Heads. Another produced a very popular Rod Stewart podcast. It's called The Rodcast. And the third candidate produced a podcast called A Can of Warm Bud Light and a Sack of Used Condoms from the Waffle House Dumpster Had a Baby and Then Dropped the Baby on Its Head. The Kid Rock Story. So as you can see, they all have great experience. It's going to be a very difficult decision But I'm just thrilled. I think we're finally going to have a top-notch producer. We'll have one on board very soon. The sponsors will be back. I'm sure it's going to be better than ever. But let's get to the music. That's why we're all here, right? The third Skinner album, Nothing Fancy, was released in 1975. Once again, this album was produced by Al Cooper. This would be the third and final album that Al Cooper produced. This was the first album that wasn't written in the Hell House, as the boys had kind of moved past that by this time. It was the first Skinner album to reach the top ten, peaking at number nine on the U.S. charts, no doubt fueled by the success of the last couple albums. This is the first Skinner album with drummer Artemis Pyle, and the last with guitarist Ed King. 
it's really quite a lineup, trust me. And the first song on this album is called Saturday Night Special. It was a single. It peaked at number 27 on the Billboard Hot 100. Super hot. And Freebirds, I've been dying to talk about this song since the podcast began. Not only is it a great song and one of Skinner's heaviest musically, but the lyrics are pretty fascinating. And I bet will be surprising to some of you if you're not familiar. So I talk a lot on here about trying to elevate the original Skinner lineup from the redneck Confederate flag stereotype that I feel has somewhat tarnished their legacy. And this song is the perfect example of how Ronnie Van Zant didn't quite fit into that stereotype, at least not the negative connotations of that stereotype. And sure, he was a proud Southern man. He called himself a redneck. He was a good old boy, and I think all that's great. I love that type of dude, Freebirds. Don't get me wrong. What I don't like is the closed-mindedness, the hatred, the stupidity that sometimes is associated with this stereotype, and rightfully so. But to me, Ronnie was a deep thinker, often a contradictory thinker, and he was a lot more than this stereotype. And again, this song is an example. This is a song written by Ronnie Van Zant and Ed King. Ronnie, of course, coming up with the lyrics. And the lyrics of the song are about gun control. What? That's right. The song is called Saturday Night Special. One, two, one, two, three. Uh, sorry, I gotta stop already. This is the third album in a row, the first three albums that start with a count off. Al Cooper doing the honors this time. He also counted off the very first album, the first song, I Ain't the One. And then, of course, you had Ronnie counting off Sweet Home Alabama to kick off Second Helping. All right, we'll start over. One, two, one, two, three. Bring that shit in. How about that, Freebirds? The lyrics to the chorus are, It's the Saturday night special. Got a barrel that's blue and cold. Ain't good for nothing but put a man six feet in a hole. So pretty straightforward there. If you don't know, Saturday night special is a phrase for a very cheap handgun known for being easy to get and easy to conceal. And the message is pretty clear. He's saying it's good for nothing but murdering someone. The first verse, he lays out a story about a burglar whose two feet just come a-stomping into the house. Not in the adorable way that 
a little boy might stomp his feet to try to keep in time with Mr. Curtis Lowe, but in a sinister way, where these two feet are creeping into the house to steal your shit, people. Free birds. <laughs> and it ends with a man dying. This is this song really is very straightforward, but I like the storytelling of it. In the second verse, you're going to get a second story, a second example of how handguns can be misused and lead to the death of an innocent man. Let's get back into it. So here you got Big Jim. He's had a tough night playing cards. He's had a few drinks. And he starts to think that maybe someone's cheating. So he pulls out a gun and he shoots his friend. Another senseless murder. At the hands of a Saturday night special. Mr. Saturday night special. Ronnie's saying these things are so cheap, you can get one for $20 too overdue. And did you guys catch the introduction of synthesizer to the Skinnerd sound? It's a little bit out there for the Southern boys, but I think it works all right here. And I really want to talk about Artemis Pyle on this song. As I told you before, this is his first song, first album with the band. And I think he makes his presence known right away. I got nothing against Bob Burns. I think he was a good drummer. He served the songs very well. But Artemis Pyle is a better drummer. Some great fills here. I love the hi-hat work he's doing on this the little pre-chorus or whatever it is. And during the verses, there are those snare hits that really crack. They sound kind of like a gunshot. Intentional? Maybe a little Artemis Al Cooper magic right there? Anyway, I think he does a great job and it was a great addition to the band. He was recommended to Skinner by Charlie Daniels who apparently took enough time away from his fiddle dueling with the devil to recommend Artemis for the open drummer spot. And you know what? Next episode, I'll tell the story of why Bob Burns is no longer in Skinner at this point. It's a whale of a tale, of course. But this episode is so jam-packed, I want to get back into the song. How about that moment? That's my favorite moment in the entire song. 
just to get a little music nerdy for a minute, which I don't normally do because I'm not capable of doing that. I don't, I'm not a professional musician. I don't know that much. But in that last measure before uh, Ronnie calls the band back in to kick off some great solos you're about to hear, that last measure they go to a 3-4 time signature. Most of the song, of course, is in 4-4, which is a standard time signature. So basically they just drop one beat, cut off one beat there at the end. I love that moment. It creates a little tension there. It makes it more satisfying when you land back on the one. Even if you don't know why or don't understand it, you can feel it in your bones. It's like falling off a cliff and then you land right on your feet. They actually did this same little trick earlier in the song at about 22 seconds in, if you want to skip back, if you missed it, before they go into the, the riff of the song. Did the same thing, but here it works even better because you've got this kind of long little breakdown moment section with the uh, synthesizer. And then Ronnie calls the band back in, and here's what we get. I'm sorry, did Ronnie Van Zant just say, why don't we dump all the handguns to the bottom of the sea before some old fool come around here, want to shoot either you or me? I mean, that's surprising, right? The new Skinner lineup has a, a song, maybe even an entire album called God and Guns. I haven't listened to that one. I'm sure it's a well thought out, excellent song. I think it's interesting in this third verse, he's not telling stories like he did in the first couple verses but making an additional point Ronnie is by saying that not only might you get shot by somebody who's toting a Saturday night special but if you like to get drunk you might even accidentally shoot yourself What was that? Ronnie sings, that's the end of this song. We're going to have to talk about that in a minute. All right, Freebirds, that is the end of the song. That was Saturday Night Special by Leonard Skinner, a song that I clearly enjoy. But what was that thing at the end? Ronnie's just kind of vamping. I get it. Maybe he's just messing around. I'm not sure why they included that 
in the final cut, he sings, that's the end of this song. To be honest, I always thought, growing up listening to this song, that Ronnie was saying, that's the name of this song, because he kept saying Saturday Night Special. And Freebirds, I'll be honest with you, I don't know which one is worse. Why would you sing either one of those at the end of the song? Makes no sense to me. Sorry, that's just the wrong note at the end of a great song there. I also always thought that the lyrics were Mr. Saturday Night Special instead of It's the Saturday Night Special. I thought it was Mr. Saturday Night Special. Like a Billy Crystal movie or something. Mr. Saturday Night Special. Oh, I forgot to mention it, but I do love... I'm complaining, but I love the way Ronnie sings that line, the rhythm of it, that stutter, that delay before he sings special. Great stuff. A lot of great things to talk about on this song. Strange way to end it, but it's cool. It's totally cool, Freebirds. As far as the lyrics go, I promise I'm not trying to get political on here. It's really not what this podcast is about. But some of these songs demand that you speak on political topics. And that's one of the things I think that's interesting about Skinner. And whatever your stance, you have to admit, this type of song is surprising from a band with Skinner's reputation. I know Ronnie had a gun to hunt, but he's talking about a particular kind of gun here, a cheap handgun that he felt was only used to kill people and how those should all be dumped into the bottom of the sea. I'm not even going to say which side I am when it comes to gun control. I'm just a simple man and certainly no expert on politics or guns. But if I was, I could argue that it would be pretty easy to extrapolate the meaning of this song about getting rid of guns that are only used for killing people to the current very serious issue we have in this country when it comes to mass shootings and automatic weapons. But I won't get into that. What I will do is rate the song. This is clearly a winner for me. Love the music, love the lyrics. I gotta deduct a little bit for the ending there. The um, That's the end of this song line. But I'm gonna give Saturday Night Special by Leonard Skinnerd 4.7 Skinnerds. Incredibly strong. A great start to the third album by Leonard Skinnerd. Nothing fancy. I'm excited to dig into this deeper with you guys. The next song we'll discuss is called Cheatin' Woman. But until then, I must be traveling on. Mm, that's the end of this podcast. Previously on Skinner Loop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. It's gonna it reconsider. Is. That. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, you say previously on Skinner Reconsider. Okay. Like that. Gotta just do it now. You can do it whenever you want, it doesn't matter. Previously on Skinner Reconsidered. That was good. Can you try it like previously? Skinner Reconsidered. <laughs> yes, okay. Previously on Skinner Reconsidered. Somewhere in the middle. Is that more last, serious? Somewhere in the middle of that. <laughs> Okay. Previously on Skinner Reconsidered. That was perfect, except a little pause. Previously. Oh. Okay. My husband's very annoying. Okay. Uh, that was close to the mic. Get in there. <laughs>
you're so annoying. Why did I marry you? Why did I marry you? This is not great. Okay, well, I'm, it doesn't matter because I don't want to do it a million times in a row. Okay. Previously, on Skinner Reconsidered. Seriously, that one was perfect. Okay. Just what we're looking for. Thank you for right. your time. <laughs> Make some wine. That's my pay. Wine. Well, you know, support you for the rest of your life.